1: Welcome to the Pants Party. I am your host, Harrison Starr, aka HG underscore star on Twitter, joined as always by Ben Ross and only Ben Ross. Ben, what is up, my man?
0: I'm feeling good. I was hoping you going to shout out the little moniker I gave myself today because I'm proud of it, particularly oh, proud
1: of it. Oh, yeah. Scott Tost is what yeah. <laughs> Ben is in the squad cast as. It is fantastic. We are no doubt going to talk about Everything that's going on in uh, Nebraska, land. not everything that's going on in Nebraska, land. enough of what's going on in Nebraska land to have hot takes about it, but not yet, because man, I I could not be more fired up for a week zero game if I were playing it than I am for Nebraska and and Illinois. So that is a little taste for what we talk about later, but it's a great one, Ben. Scott
0: tossed. Thanks. I'm here for recognition. That's it. I just need... I need all the positive reinforcement I can get out of you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't there to, to gas you up while you were trying on
0: suits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben. That, that was probably... It. it did, I didn't mean it as a low blow, but... Yeah, well,
0: um, it hurt, so...
1: Do you want to share what happened this weekend, or is that just... You, oh, you're I just mean, gonna... I'm
0: sure it's happened to all of us, except for not yeah. some of us. Except for the ones it hasn't happened to. I mean, I just had to uh, try and I, I went to a wedding on Friday, and leading up to it, I tried on to see, you know, what suit I'm going to wear, and my options were very limited because I couldn't fit into all, all of my suits that I have purchased over the past few years um, for, the, for the wrong reasons. You know, some people are talking about how they can't fit in some clothes for the right reasons, minus for the wrong reasons. It'll be fine, though. We'll live.
1: We're coming out of the pandemic, though. Like, I mean, everyone's got a little bit more than they they entered with, um, if I, you've made I, it.
0: Power's <laughs> coming out. My gym just went back to masks on Friday.
1: Oh, fantastic. That is... Yeah. Will you will you do the gym and mask thing, or will you just between, move everything outdoors?
0: I mean, no. It's just between the working out in a mask and not working out at all. I'm going to put on a mask. Yeah,
1: yeah. I tried to run an hour today. Like I, last last week, I had gotten to an hour, and I felt really good about it that that I was going to go out and run in the middle of the day. An hour and it was 88 degrees and mm. I could barely do 30 minutes and it was like stop and go for the remaining 20 minutes. It was brutal. So
0: you got it. I don't know why 50, I do it to myself. You got a total 50 minutes of cardio in.
1: 53 minutes oh, okay. and it ended up still being like at the pace I wanted, um, which is not that particularly quick for people who run a lot, but quick enough for me to feel okay about knocking out five point three miles in fifty three minutes.
0: So it's your pace, so you, you want it you probably Better about 10. 10, 10 minutes a mile. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing wrong with
1: that. yeah. Especially with, with the heat. I always I just get started too hot. Like I'm just like ah oh, feel myself. Nope. That never mm-hmm. works. Never works. Never works. Never works. Um it's been a minute. We don't have Kenny on. That was a blast and um I think one thing that I don't know where I'm going with this, but we're by ourselves, so it's just the back and forth, so sorry, everyone.
0: Yeah, this is less buttoned up. We don't have a professional on (laughs) that we have to try and impress today.
1: (laughs) No, not at all, not at all. Uh, Lake Day for us today, Ben, and I wore my Chacos, so that's going to be the running bit for this this podcast as... (laughs)
0: I I so <laughs> went to went to a bachelor party in Colorado two weekends ago. Oh yes, yes. Um, I want to talk about this. And everyone who is from it was basically me is my best friend from high school. He, he moved and went to Boulder for college and he stayed there. He's stayed there since. So it's all all of his friends he's met made in Colorado. Then like three of us from high school. And everyone from Colorado who lives in Colorado, they had Chacos. So we went white water rafting. They're prepared. And then the three Minnesota boys basically were shoobies wearing, <laughs> crocs, wearing crocs and Tevas. Um, that's about it. That's the story. It's, I don't know. They're just not a Midwest thing.
1: The, the funny Croc story. Schools started back up um, here in Arkansas, and there's a kid who's... Driven his moped by a couple of times, and he wears Crocs on them. They're in, like I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just not. It blew my mind that this like teenager, presumably cool, because he has a moped. And I knew, no, going back to my high school days, that the kids with the mopeds were the cool kids. And the fact that he's got Crocs, Crocs are cool. I guess what a what a lifetime Crocs have had.
0: Crocs have always. I've always worn Crocs. I've worn Crocs since high school. They've always been cool. So I don't, you know.
1: <laughs> you reject the statement that Crocs were yeah. never not cool or never yeah. cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, basically, more or less.
1: That's incredible! Incredible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never owned a pair, but I think we're probably going to have to get Elliot a pair eventually. I have two pairs. Is one one for show and one for
0: one one's, one's flip flops and one is regular. They're camo. The cover toe though and i calm sport mode because they're basically my they're my lake shoes
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh crocs good stuff good stuff then
0: <laughs> i to say it's called fashion sweetie look it up
1: okay, <laughs> okay. i I I have no room to talk. I've been a father for a year now. It was Elliot's first birthday that we had on Saturday. And we had like eight people over. I made a full cake or Christina made the cake. I frosted it and no one eats cake anymore. So now I'm stuck with (laughs) going through a cake over the next week. I'm going to eat it all by myself because it's a yellow cake, because I insisted on it being yellow cake, because yellow cake's tasty with chocolate frosting. And now I'm just going to eat it like what is it? Like a row at a time, basically. It's just Did it
0: come from a a box or did you make it from scratch?
1: Box box cake scratch frosting.
0: Okay.
1: With the the Ghirardelli cocoa. Nice. Cocoa Cocoa is the single worst ingredient of all time. Just because okay. you, you drop it somewhere and then it just it goes everywhere. It's just like oh. in the air that you breathe. It's a great ingredient from a flavor I, perspective.
0: I, just, I can't say that I don't think I've ever cooked with cocoa once.
1: You should I will look one into, day. Yeah, you should look into it from like a a if you're feeling crazy with a steak or something like that. Oh doing, yeah cocoa and or espresso or coffee or something like that but you're you're i've uh, done a, uh,
0: i've done a, i've made my own like rib rub barbecue rub and put a little coffee grounds in there and it's it's whatever that it doesn't do too much for me
1: fair enough fair enough well that was eight minutes of non-sequitur spend. um mm-hmm. we have a loaded schedule, and I guess the reason I brought up Kenny was because it happened midweek. Last week, I was feeling a little under the weather, so we didn't we weren't able to meet when we had originally planned. So bringing it early, maybe this will be the new schedule as we go into the full season, but we are in uh, week zero officially, um, and what that means is last weekend, we had media day, kids day, um and then what was the other thing that i said that we had maybe it was just media day and kids day and i think kids
0: day and then basketball
1: yeah yeah so the the big news is that the offense was much better than the defense which is a rarity although i feel like it happened recently with an iowa another iowa spring game or excuse me uh open day, uh, kids' day practice. How, do, how does that make you feel, Ben, as a staunch Phil Parker uh, supporter like myself? Uh, I'm curious in your take.
0: <clears throat> I think it's fine. sounds like there are a handful of guys out um, for kids' day. Came on Merriweather got hurt early, and um, Noah Shannon was out the entire time. So, again, defensive line is even is still struggling. I really liked what I saw. I mean, from the offense as a whole, Petras looked pretty sharp. Uh, I believe it was Gavin Williams, not the other Williams, who was really impressive, number four, okay back. Um, the, of course, yeah, the whole offense looked really good. At you. Your guy, Keegan Johnson, he made some plays, right? Um, it's, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I You know, I've been to those kids' days in person, and it's really, I kind of, you know, I, you, you said before I got on Leah Van was saying how she was a little upset that how scripted it was, kind of. I mean, it's scripted in a way that I think, for instance, you know, baking with the ingredients to get the resulting dish he wants, right? Um, so it's a little buttoned up in that sense, and I don't think there's really too much we can draw from it
1: yeah let me see if i can find that uh maybe i won't be able to find it 15 days y'all this was the her latest one that came out oh it was friday the 13th totally no maybe it's misstated um yeah so this is something i discussed with kennington lloyd smith from the des moines register he's also from the south specifically georgia Down there, we have game-simulated scrimmages in the spring and fall. In the spring at Texas, it's orange and white. Uh, Talks about that. The storyline is always who won, orange or white. Same thing happens at Georgia. Uh, A lot of the time, the beat writers up in the press box would just collectively decide on what we saw. Oh yeah, that's 47 yards. So, I think that's exactly what you're talking about, Ben. Because as she surmises as well, it's like... Keep us in the dark until game day. And I think that is absolutely the case. And I think the the interesting thing is Shannon being out because I know that is probably one of the most most important positions in Iowa's defense is that second defensive tackle. And the guy who probably would have been it is Jack Heflin. He's blowing up in our slack as someone who's probably going to make an NFL roster because of how well he's played that was someone that I thought was like kind of a stealth candidate to take advantage of the sixth year clearly doesn't need it because he's probably doing exactly what he would be doing a year from now. If he had this year here, he probably wouldn't necessarily have gotten drafted, but um, that's the guy that's probably going to dictate how well um, Iowa can come out running right Uh, with two pretty strong offenses against IU and, Iowa State, they're going to need that that defensive tackle. So hopefully, Shannon is able to fill it up. And, and like you said, the, the running backs looked good. Um, also, partly because they're they're running behind Tyler Lindenbaum. I'm not sure how many people would uh, hold their own against him. Because uh, between him performing well and, what was it, the Big Ten Network was in Iowa City. And they said, yeah, he just... He absolutely looks the part, and they were blown away by how well he practiced. So not news to us necessarily, but also running game efficiency needs to be tied to the fact that Iowa has maybe an all-time center at, uh, at the position right now.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that, and I think like all all the runs and were basically right up the gut, right up cinder, right up uh, right behind Linderbaum. But Williams, you know, they were able and Goodson too. They were able to um, make some plays, make some football moves uh, when they were able to get past the first line of defense. Uh, Goodson looked pretty good as a receiver. I remember now too; um, it had a lot of passes run up for him that looked pretty nice. Um, I know, what was the news? We got Ince or Shot is out for the first couple of weeks, it sounds oh, like. Oh,
1: good point. Yeah, Shot.
0: Uh, shot is shot, shot. And, yeah, I mean, he was presumed starter. He, right, um, he kind of burst on the scene as a true freshman. And, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sound super serious. Sounds like he'll probably miss, you know, Indiana and Iowa State, which is really tough. But um, we just have to have faith in this offensive line, I guess, after Linderbaum. Um, four best guys, right?
1: Yeah, like I, I think that JP has kind of... Uh, I don't want to put too many words into his comments, but there's talk about how it's a green offensive line, and I, I agree with that in terms of past offensive lines that Iowa has had, but the point JP's made is like they're pretty highly regarded, especially when you look at someone like Justin Britt, who was... Pretty, con- he probably would have been a four-star had he not been injured his senior year. And I was stuck with that. Um, he's had plenty of playing time, as has Ince has had some. Um, you know, Jack Plum has had some. Although it doesn't, it sounds like
0: he's not Seems the like guy. He's on the outs. Yeah, sounds like he's on the outside looking in.
1: Um, so that's that's probably the interesting one because what was it, Nick? The De young D-E-J-O-N-G, uh, a yep. redshirt freshman, and then some of the really young guys like Mason Richmond and Connor Colby um, seem to be making uh, a little bit of hay. So you just have to trust the bodies, right? And, and like I love the way Kyler Shot plays, but he is kind of a tiny guy um, for those guard positions. Maybe you get a little higher ceiling from an offensive line perspective with with him out that. You might not have explored had he been uh, not injured. So, but also, don't you want you want your best guys hitting the the floor, um, hitting the ground running, especially against Indiana uh, in two weeks?
0: Two weeks, man. We've got college football on Saturday.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, I. I guess is there anything else that you want to touch on from um, the the kids' day, the open practice? Um, I, I guess the thing that does warn it is, hey, I, I've I said a couple weeks ago, good vibes only, and I have officially, I'm not in the Spencer Petrus boat, but I'm in the boat of Iowa asks their quarterback to do. So much that maybe accuracy is down the list of priorities versus all the other stuff that the Iowa quarterback quarterback is asked to do so long as they can hit a baseline level of accuracy. And he seemed to be the best one um, on uh, 10 days ago. Um, Padilla sounded like he came around a little bit, but some of the videos I saw and you can definitely see, like there is a, a very real drop off in arm strength from uh, Petrus and even Deuce Hogan to Padilla that uh, looks different in black and gold than on high school, high school tapes. So I'm not ready to eat the the crow there yet, but I'm, I'm resigned to the fact that the, the season's probably going to live and die by how, um, from a, at least a ceiling standpoint, right? Like, if Spencer Petras plays his best, then that's going to drive the ceiling. Um, but if he's like last year, then maybe, I don't know, maybe another eight and four seasons on our way.
0: <clears throat> I don't think we'll ever see, after, I don't know, after watching the plays that we were able to watch from Kids Day, uh, for whatever reason now, I was always super not confident. And Petrus, but now after one one plan practice <laughs> I, I and after kind of coming to the realization you did and I will just say it Padilla looks real small um, smaller than I remember um, him seeing out there with when he was with the ones um, <clears throat> I don't think we'll have a situation I', I mean, this is very optimistic of me um, where Petrus will be put put himself in a position for us to be. Wondering um, if Paddy is taking warm ups. You know, I kind of feel like we're going to have Petrus is really going to set himself apart this year early, hopefully, uh, against Indiana and Iowa State <clears throat> and just sort of carve it out for himself and kind of make it so Padilla will be the next great directional Michigan quarterback and Deuce Hogan um, was waiting to get the keys handed to him, I guess, is sort of how I kind of see the rest of the Shakespearean. Tragedy playing out in twenty twenty one for the Iowa football Hawkeyes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my hottest take is like I don't even think Deuce Hogan takes a snap.
0: You've um, always said that. You, you've said I've that said on campus. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, just because like playing out the math, I I had always been maybe a little. I mean, let's just. I was too high on Padilla, um, especially last season when like someone has to be better on the roster. Um so, so you see him, you know, throw some of those passes, and, like, I I get it. um But it's still going to come down to, like, from Spencer Petras' perspective, they they said that was his best day. Kirk Frame said this was his best day of the fall. So you have to take that into account of the other 14 practices that they've had. Uh, sounds like all three quarterbacks were pretty good when Big Ten Network was there. Um, it's just... Quarterback at Iowa, it's always going to be especially weird because Kirk Ferentz is so, for lack of a better word, married to his starter um, until it absolutely goes to hell. And it just doesn't go that poorly all that often. And even Vandenberg, when it went to the most hell, we never saw a number two.
0: Uh, and i mean always again it's always not since really Stanzi christensen uh, has it happened and uh i mean even Rudock, better didn't happen mid season um wait to wait for the off season for that for that for that regime change um i just you know it's fun to manufacture drama but history repeats itself and i think this will just be another classic clean iowa quarterback break and we'll have petrus for two more years uh, it'll be a roller coaster and uh, we just gotta <laughs> gonna cheer for him
1: make sure we're buckled make sure we have the the metal bars across our laps and then just mm-hmm. get ready for the ride
0: must be this tall to ride
1: I mean, I think that that was maybe the most interesting thing. Like talking with Kenny was just like we are so close to it, and he has the the benefit of being like, you know, they were pretty good last year, and for for us, it's like ah, you know, you just latch on to what we latch on to, what we latch on to, which is maybe some of the more negative things, the people who are leaving versus the people who are staying. Um, but you know, I, I'm. I am more optimistic, which is why my, my uh, what was it, my ponks, the first ponks I had Iowa tentatively written as 7-5, and because that went back to when you and I went through the schedules. Um, I think I'm going to move that up a little bit. I don't know how high up, but we shall see. Sorry, because <laughs> what do you have Iowa? You had them at eight. And four, I don't
0: remember. And three. I, don't, oh, I, I don't. I think right. I had them at nine and three. I'm pretty sure I had nine okay. and three, which would probably be the highest preseason prediction I've ever had for an Iowa team ever in all my ten years of covering them. I can't ten remember. Years, thinking, man. I know it sucks. 2016, I might have had. Oh, similar, attempt yeah. oh, to type thing. Yeah, yeah, probably.
1: Uh 2016. What a what a time to be alive. Um. So so we did have some other fun things happen. Uh. With the NBA, uh, summer league that came to a close. Both of the drafted Iowa Hawkeyes got a uh two way contract. And what the two-way contract does is it is more or less a G League contract that allows the player to spend up to 45 days with the NBA team. And if you care about the dollars and cents, they get the money of a G League contract when they're with the G League team and the money of an NBA contract when they're with an NBA team. And if... Someone like Luca Garza, I think this is a possibility where he exhausts his 45 days within three months, they could convert that into a full-time NBA contract. So I think that that's what both guys, it seemed like they wanted. Um, both guys got it with two uh, franchises that seem ready to develop them. And, and like I don't know how much of the summer league you watch, but like Garza played real well Um Second team, by some mechanism, uh, voted for him like that. Um, but yeah, exciting times. Hawks in the NBA.
0: So everything I was saying was like, or everything I was reading, excuse me, was more or less saying how shocked they were that Garza's was only a two-way and not a regular contract, and how people were surprised that Camp got a two, two-way at all. Um, so it's kind of polarizing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the the thing with Camp is it's tough to, like, play a role in Summer League when everyone else is just gunning to put up points and get a contract. So what probably happened is he knew, essentially, when he was drafted that he was going to get the two-way contract. So he didn't have to necessarily go out there ball dominate chuck the ball um Garza was different right I mean Garza but Garza also just gets buckets like I mean there's there's no other way to say it the guy can score um and he played decent defense I mean uh, I've been on uh Pistons bad boy um for is it that it? Detroit Bad Boys, I think, is the SB Nation site. And they, they've done a pretty good job covering them um, because say, he's got some. As
0: I was say, it was Pistons Bad Boy, like a yeah. pay-per-view <laughs> blog. I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: curious. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, no, definitely not. Um, Detroit Bad Boys, uh, they've done some pretty good stuff with um, Luca Garza, uh, just film don't lie. Luca Garza shined in summer league, and they have um some film breakdowns there, especially as it pertains to defense. I think defense would probably be the most interesting thing because that's been the most polarizing of an Iowa uh, generic Iowa basketball team has always been the defense, and they're pretty complimentary of it. Um for for lack of a better word. So, we'll see. Like, I mean, it. my guess is Jalil Okafor eventually gets cut from Detroit and Garza fills his slot full-time. That that would be what I think happens with Garza this year.
0: Was, was Okafor, wasn't he a former number one pick?
1: Top four to six, I think. Hmm. Oh, how the mighty have fought. I mean, but mm, like, yeah. doesn't this just show you, like, if Luca Garza had gone to Duke, like, I mean, he would have been probably a top ten pick. They're, they're, everyone would be like, oh he can get buckets, he can get buckets. Yeah. We knew he could get buckets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it doesn't matter where he came from, but uh, there's just uh, yeah. there is it's, that
0: when you, when you look at like all vote of players confidence players by players going the, to uh,
1: the bluest I'll of blue bloods.
0: It. Harrison is down. Can you hear me?
1: I can, Ben. I can.
0: Okay, I think we're back.
1: We are indeed. Um, so that is the basketball stuff, and now Nebraska football, Ben. Oh yeah, Nebraska football. For now, <laughs> for now, for now. <laughs> your man Scott. Not your man. I don't want to put yeah. On what you. the hell? The man, man. you, the, the man you, uh, parodied with your name mm-hmm. has been, he's getting come after by the NCAA for holding practices and skirting the rules that they put in place, uh, through COVID restrictions, analysts doing coaching, a bunch of stuff. And frankly, it's
0: incredible. I mean, yeah, it just basically sounds like they were trying to use COVID as a meat shield to spend more time practicing, right, more or less? Spend more time doing, not not necessarily only practicing, just doing team activities, weightlifting and watching film and all that. I haven't read, I've only read one or two stories on it. I haven't gotten too deep because I simply, here's the thing here, so I just simply do not care about what's going on. Um, In Nebraska, because uh, a lion does not trouble himself with the opinions of a sheep and the actions of a sheep. And I I think Scott Frost is a big, fat, black sheep.
1: He is! Like, I mean, this, this man threw his compliance department under the bus. Like, he's thrown players under the bus. Like, he's thrown past coaches under the bus. I mean, this man has no moral authority. And it's just incredible to see him twist in the wind. Um, like you said, there's there's no sense concerning ourselves with the actions of sheep, but sometimes as a lion sitting up on Pride Rock, you, you see the sheep behaving and you're like, those sheep. It's nice to the sheep every now and then.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because this is all the makings of him trying, the new AD trying to get Scott Frost canned for a cause and not having to pay a $20 million buyout, which as an employee of a, a company that prides itself on trying to save money. Um, I applaud the effort.
0: <laughs> the penny pinching, yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't see that happening. Scott Frost is a coach all of 2021 in Nebraska. Unless he gets canned for performance reasons, but this isn't going. This might be oh, a layer of the cake. A lot of baking metaphors tonight, out of me. A uh, layer of the cake. Like he's eventually served when he is fired, but I, I don't see. You, you think he'll get fired this week before they they're in Dublin, right? No. If their football game. Think no, no, there,
1: there's no way he gets. I, I'm with you. I think he coaches. Okay a significant portion of the 2021 season as much as I would love to see him be left on the Irish football field of Dublin, um, fired like Brett Bielema was fired on the field of, uh, what is it? Whatever the name Razorback stadium. That's a true story. He was fired on the field of Razorback stadium. Um,
0: I would just That's love. Normal, Coaches get fired it. on the field all the time. I know. Didn't Lane, didn't Lane Kiffin get fired on the field at USC or on the tarmac? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was fired fire. at the
1: tarmac. Yeah. Um, our, scale of one to ten. I've never been to Dublin, but I imagine like if I had just gotten fired because of playing so poorly, Dublin. There are worse places to be than Dublin, especially like you, you stay you, there. You stay there.
0: You, you just you stay like, there. You make them clean out your desk for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and you sightsee worse things in the world.
0: Yeah. yeah. You probably bought a bunch of windbreakers. Um, so you probably packed appropriately. Um, I do think, like, because I don't predict a successful season by any measure, for Nebraska football, I do think it the prospect of frost coaching in 2022 is close to zero.
1: I wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment.
0: Like, I don't think seven win like the seven wins save his job. And I don't I think that as like the absolute max amount of wins he can muster out of the schedule. And that's oh, being very, very generous.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think as with everything it would come down to what those seven wins are but like JP's made this point I think it's a pretty good one like if you're saying that Nebraska's going to win seven games and two of them are uh at Oklahoma and against Ohio State then like why wouldn't you just predict him to go 12 and out like I mean
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean yeah
1: I I mean I mean I think I think eight wins is probably what he needs um, cause, oh gosh, Michigan's on there as Michigan and Michigan state are the, the other two crossovers.
0: How many McCaffrey's are left between the Nebraska and Michigan rosters? I know the answer. Is it zero? It's zero. Uh, hilarious. Where
1: are they? Did they both go to Louisville?
0: Um, I want to say, I thought one went to a Florida school.
1: All right, this is not helpful. Oh, Dylan McCaffrey. Northern Colorado. Hmm. Oh, we're his dad's head coach. All right, so I guess you <laughs> couldn't get a job anywhere else. Congratulations, Dylan. And then um, what's the other one? I guess McCaffrey. Is it Luke? Yeah, Luke McCaffrey. Let's
0: see. I think Rice. Oh my god. Oh, he was at Louisville. Okay. Damn.
1: So, yeah, he went to Louisville and then he went to Rice.
0: That was always the thing. It was first told to me in high school and throughout the firstborn is always the most talented.
1: I agree with that.
0: Crazy. I'm assuming Christian's firstborn.
1: Oh, wait, let me see. There's a Max McCaffrey. Let's see where, where Max McCaffrey... What'd he do? Oh, it doesn't even have his college year. Oh, oh, he's currently a wide receiver. No. With the Packers in 2016. Oh, hmm. he's... He, okay, so it's just... I mean, Northern Colorado is just a uh McCaffrey affair he is now uh, the wide the wide receivers coach for northern Colorado
0: we get mad about Kirk's nepotism might as well call it McCaffrey State got him
1: how can you imagine if the starting quarterback's last name was Ference at at Iowa
0: yeah you mean if Kirk ever had a son that wasn't an offensive lineman like it would be pretty crazy like, he just had a son who tried to play slot and just really could, did not fit the part at all.
1: Oh, man. Got to love it. Got to love it. Um, so, that that was a lot of McCaffrey discourse. Uh, I guess the, the question is, Do we both agree that Scott Frost is not coaching Nebraska next year. Do mm-hmm. you have an over-under on how many games he coaches?
0: I bet he coaches. I, I I I put the over 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 under at six and a half half the season. That sounds fair because like a one and five start is incredibly in the cards, and like I don't. Think uh, you, yeah. I don't think you really survive that. Do you?
1: I I love this so much, Ben. Like Why? this is just incredible. Like I mean. The fact that they have to play Illinois in Dublin, it just warms my heart. I, I I think I said it before the podcast. I alluded to it earlier it a week or two ago. Like I've never been more excited for a stupid game than Nebraska, Illinois, because I think Brett Bielema is just going to take Ireland by storm. Um There is a story that came out, uh, Chris Vernon's radio show, Podcast Link. He was telling uh, the story about how they won the bowl game in Memphis where Vernon is based out of. And then Brett Bielema is crushing beers, smoking cigarettes, and watching NFL Sunday Ticket the next day. I mean, the guy is incredible.
0: So one of my friends uh, at this wedding asked me, if Bielma does pretty decent in Illinois, then when Kirk gets set out to pasture, if Iowa would take Bielma in, I think Brett wants to salt the earth of Wisconsin, of Madison and Iowa city while at Illinois. I think he's going to stay there for good. I think he's going to be the king of champagne um, for in more, more ways than one. And, um, I really do think that's just kind of how he how he operates, and if he can turn Illinois into like anything, like that's like a relevant football program, he's gonna stay there and and just like a, simply go scorched earth on on the Big Ten West. He could go over in the East. I don't think he cares about that. I think he wants to just be the king of the West.
1: I mean, it was the line of all lines from the the <laughs> preview I had, which was. One of the Illinois bloggers, he's like, Brett Bielema, he is the most petty man, and that is what's going to drive him. And I agree 100%. Why would he take the Iowa job if he's done a good enough job at Illinois to warrant going to Iowa? Just just stay at Illinois.
0: He doesn't need money. Yeah. He doesn't need money. He needs to (laughs) die with the, the most years wrapped around his napkin as possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, yeah, I, I mean Brett Bielema and that in the West is just it's so good. I, I'm just I'm so happy that it happens. And I say this now before Iowa has played a single game against Illinois, it's going to be a pain in the butt once these two finally teams take off take over and play each other because I don't think they're gonna be that bad. Like, I mean, I think they're an easy over, three and a half. Um I only have them at four wins though, but I th- I think they have bull potential.
0: <sighs>
1: I'm just so happy he's back in back in my life. As as he was the, never
0: out of your life.
1: He nah, no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair.
0: You never left. You never left the Beals. <clears throat>
1: um what up so so I think I think I, I'm looking at Nebraska's schedule right now. I think he gets to ten games. I think that he treads water the first six, maybe three and three. I would I would have him losing to Buffalo if Leopold was, was still
0: there. I was gonna say I don't think Buffalo like they could still lose to Buffalo either way. Michigan, like they're not going to beat Northwestern. Michigan State maybe, but they're—I mean—they'll beat Fordham. But Illinois is a toss-up. Probably lean Illinois. Buffalo—they, dude—they might. They'll—they'll they'll be favorites in that game because at home, but like the line won't be more than a couple.
1: The I would feel better about the Buffalo game for Buffalo if Leopold yeah. was still there. I, I think that's the the big thing. But like, let's say, let's say he he gets the three, he gets Michigan State because they're still down. Um, Buffalo, Fordham, that's that's water. And then I think you could see him see him lose three of the next four, and in embarrassing fashion to Ohio State. I, I think that's that's his last game because here's maybe the the nail in his proverbial coffin is it's a bye week. Before Wisconsin, November twentieth, so they would have two weeks to uh, have an interim yeah. guy kind of take over. Um, but if they don't, then my guess is, I just I don't see him coaching until the end of the season. But I'll I'll take the over of six and a half.
0: Um. Okay, I'll take the under.
1: Ooh, this is fun. Should we do? Yeah. Should we?
0: Uh All right. yeah, I don't know how. What 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 do you want?
1: I Ben, I don't know. Um, I I
0: have nothing to give.
1: What what is there actually worth too? Bet I'm trying to think. they are looking a...
0: around my kitchen counter. I'm, I'm trying, trying to think.
1: There's a because uh... money's not fun. We need to figure no. out something something weird.
0: Can you, can you get Jardinere in Arkansas? I got a nice nice bottle of Jardinere right here, Chicago zone.
1: Oh, is that a, a peppers?
0: It's uh, uh, yeah, a yeah, pickled hot pepper condiment.
1: Yeah, I get I get uh, hot peppers on pot bellies. I know it's oh
0: yeah, they a, call them hot peppers, but they're jardinier and pot belly actually yeah. makes really good jardinier. Um, okay, so I can't help you. I I, I can't send you we'll, peppers we'll and fi- oil. We'll we'll figure
1: something out. We'll figure something out.
0: That's also I also get some Lord again.
1: I still have it. I think I've had... I mean,
0: you're going to keep it forever. That's never yeah. going to... The bottle will never be finished.
1: <laughs> All righty. So then I think the one last thing, I think we just wanted to tie this, tie this one off with elite meat and fat of the Big oh, Ten.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Um, we just talked about two teams, unfortunately, in the fat... Um, unless you think, would you consider Illinois a, a fat team? Or
0: yeah, they're they're a fat team. Look at right. who's coaching them.
1: Even if they're great, they're they're probably still there. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. Illinois, Nebraska, Rutgers, right? Rutgers.
0: Talk about the fat. Yeah, I mean, most of the Big Ten's fat.
1: Yeah. So Michigan State also—they're
0: very fat. Michigan's
1: they're fat. Very, oh, you're putting Michigan in fat. Of
0: course, uh, yeah, of course they're fat.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Is Minnesota still fat? I mean, they're always going to be.
0: They're they're definitely fat.
1: They're fat, and you're in, in just your history with them. They're permanently relegated there. Um, two, four, six. Purdue, sadly, um,
0: fat. Michigan went two and four. Of course, they're fat.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, they've had a bad, they had a bad 2020 cause they got
0: they had a horrible blown 2020. out.
1: They got blown out by Alabama. I remember like getting excited, going to watch this game at sports bar in, uh, Bentonville or whatever. I'm like, yes, a- Alabama, Michigan was not fun. Mm-mm. Um, not fun at all. Uh, but the place we went has like a happy minute or whatever, so you could buy like two beers for two dollars. Um, mm. So that that was fun. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't think we can have more than half of the conference in the fat, or is that just no? We can, we can. Yeah, of course we can. It's it's our our rules. Um, yeah. Who am I missing then? Is Northwest? No, Northwestern's they're not, meat. They're meat. Um let's knock off some of the meats because I, I don't have them all in front of me.
0: Maryland's uh, fat.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Meats, meats in the meats we got Northwestern. We got Indiana. Yep. We got we got our beloved Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes. Um and then really I guess I think I'd probably Johnson. put Penn, I'd probably put Penn State in meat. Ooh, okay. Alright. I think um wait what was it was it elite meat fat is that it yeah elite meat fat i mean i think yeah ohio state's unquestionably elite and then i think you make the argument for wisconsin past history uh, i would say elite but most recent 2019 or 2020 rather i'd say meat
1: here's a hot take i think you could argue northwestern elite more than wisconsin (laughs)
0: Yeah, because they've won the Big From Ten. Recency. Yeah. They've won the West more.
1: Two out of the last three years.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. I will buy that. Yeah. But The I, problem I, is I'm not going to put them in a week because they're not going to make the playoff.
1: No, exactly. Like, I mean, I think you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it's eight, five, one. To me...
0: I, yeah. Okay.
1: That, that's, that's where I would put it. And then I think the team's that could move up because I think this is probably how we can build this discussion, Penn state and Wisconsin. And I think Iowa are probably the only three teams from Meat that could move themselves up into elite based on this year's performance. I, like I
0: think mobility. Yeah.
1: I think Northwestern is staunchly meet no matter what happens in terms of uh, this season, like I just think that they've got that respect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Indiana could move down to fat.
0: Oh yeah, they could be. They could turn into a pumpkin. I mean, four four wins for Indiana is just as likely as, um, what nine? Let's say who knows eight or nine for Indiana. Um, I got ultimate
1: roll of the dice.
0: I got a lot became a lot more confident in the Iowa-Indiana matchup um, because, I don't know, I fell into... This was on Thursday or Wednesday night of this week. I fell into an Antoine randall rabbit, rabbit hole. Okay. And uh, I just saw how dominant he was at Indiana. He's a four-year starter there at Indiana. Harrison, do you know what the most games he won in a season at Indiana was? And he, he has like basically every single quarterback record for rushing and passing across all categories. <laughs> And what do you, like, so he was there, I think, 92 to 95, I think. Um, or maybe it was 97 to 2000. I can't remember. Either way, he never won more than, like, four games there, I think. That little? Yeah. In a season, that is. It was crazy. That,
1: this is like the Seneca-Wallace discourse that happened on Twitter. I don't want to get into it.
0: No, I don't want to get into that either because that's stupid. So I, you know, based on this guy that was on this team 30 years ago, I think we're going to toss Indiana around.
1: I'm increasingly confident about that game as well. I am I 100% agree.
0: Cool. I'm glad that's happening.
1: This is, I mean, he had an, a genuinely incredible career. Like, I mean, to be what he was with Indiana to your point. He didn't Mm -hmm. do as much as you would think, but like this man has as many return touchdowns as he does passing touchdowns in the NFL six and six. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. One of those is in a super bowl.
1: Love it. Love it. Um, So I guess doing the, and I think Iowa, I don't think they can move down into fat. I I think Iowa, the floor for Iowa, Northwestern, Penn State, and Wisconsin are all meat. Yeah. I think the ceiling of Iowa, Penn State, and Wisconsin are maybe elite. And then the fat. Does anyone have upward mobility for you?
0: I mean, Minnesota, you know, I don't think it will happen. P.J. Fleck, obviously, he could turn in, he could have a 2019-like season. Um, I don't I really don't. I don't I don't see Michigan doing anything. I don't see Purdue doing anything. I don't think, I don't see Michigan State doing anything. Rutgers and Maryland will be Rutgers and Maryland. Uh, Northwestern, as you said. It's really Pickens are slim. It's top heavy. Top and medium I, heavy.
1: I would say Michigan can move up. No, they but- can't. Michigan. If Indiana moves down, it's because Michigan moves up.
0: Okay, but I think they both can be unsuccessful too.
1: They can both have like boring seven and five seasons. Yeah,
0: I mean I, seven and five would be like an improvement for Michigan. So you forget they went two and six last year. And they should have gone two and eight. They made up COVID rules to forfeit their last two games. So it's like, <laughs> and Iowa was on that schedule. So um yeah that team was in
1: disarray yeah uh yeah i think i need to revisit where i think they're gonna land Ooh, the back half of their schedule indiana penn state maryland ohio state so i mean this that's classic michigan like could be riding high like maybe they maybe they go seven and one into the the Michigan game they lose to either Wisconsin or Washington and then they just turn into a pumpkin in November to use your phrase
0: yeah I made that up
1: I know (laughs) I'd I'd never heard it before (laughs) Uh, uh you said it either tonight or any other time you had said it before so yeah um that's it, Ben. I-, I think that we have successfully had a podcast that was a series of non Ecuador's for 52 minutes.
0: Um, I do have one. Ooh. So talking about over-unders. Have you... So this is the first year we're going to booze at camp, right?
1: Oh, boy. You know
0: where I'm going with this?
1: Do you think we're going to have another Hawkeye Sam? I,
0: I kinda of, no, that's not where I'm kinda of where I'm going. I've been watching the videos of these fights at these preseason football games. There's one at Pittsburgh last night, and then there's a big one at the LA Rams Chargers game. Or I, I don't know, which it was at the Rams game last week. I don't know who they were playing, but that woman was basically trying to feign it, innocence. Basically, my question for you is over under I'm going to say one and a half. <laughs> How many times are we going to run a blog post with the title "Watch this fight from Kinnick Stadium <laughs> from Saturday"? How many times am I going to write that headline this season?
1: I mean, if you want to write it, you—I I, guess—are you—are you on the the Kinnick? Debauchery beat this season because if you are, then it'll be written over 1.5 times. But if that that is not a beat that you're going to be covering, I don't think I've ever seen a
0: video of a fight at Kinnick.
1: Have you? I mean, I think Iowa fans are just too nice, or or just they 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 pretend they don't hear anything. That's ultimately what it comes down to, I think. But I don't know. It's 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 been a year. Everyone has weird energy. TikTok's huge um
0: of those fight videos you mean
1: yeah are we are we talking like does it need to be a, a brouhaha or a donny brook
0: um i think punches have to be thrown something has to be thrown punches one-on-one one-on-one br-
1: br- one on one person like one versus one
0: no, 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 no. When I say something has to be thrown, I mean like punches have to be thrown, drinks have to be thrown, phones have to be something's got to be thrown in order for it. One on one, no. In all these situations, it's kind of like one on five people. From the two fights I saw, one the LA one was like one on five, and the Pittsburgh one was one on two or three on one. I'm um, I mean, obviously, the rule the rules are gonna be on a case by case rolling basis. And I'm going to call them like I seize them.
1: Um, let's say over 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 1.5. I, I think I think you'll.
0: I think so too. I really do.
1: There's weird energy. There's especially
0: a... if I was like good.
1: Oh, you um... think if they're good that it, it would make it?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, people drink more when they're good.
1: That's fair, but there's yeah. a, a weirder energy when they're bad.
0: Yeah, people will be angrier, but I think they'll all be angry for the same reasons, right? I don't know.
1: Probably. Probably. It's not like Brian's going to hop into the We're,
0: we're going to see a parents apologist try and take down the people calling for <laughs> Bob Stoops. I
1: mean, but I guess... Student section obviously counts, right? I mean...
0: Oh, yeah. Without, I mean, I I was yeah. kind of exclusively assuming we'll see student section videos. I've seen videos of other things from the Kinnick and the student section. Just I can't... I don't think I've ever seen a, a fight.
1: Yeah. There's going to be one. Uh, especially, like... Because what? There, there are two classes that will have not been at a game in Kinnick before. they. So neither of them will know how to pace themselves going into a game, especially if we're talking Iowa has, let's see how many um, night games Iowa's currently slated for at home. I don't think any just yet. Um, I mean, I guess it'll just depend because the, The Penn State game, that would be one potentially. And then maybe maybe there's a weird energy for the Colorado State game. Who knows? Who knows? But I like the over. And that's it, Ben. I think that's it. I'm
0: glad we, we can agree on that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, dokes. Well, uh, next week is a, a game week. So uh, hopefully we'll have uh, yeah, a little weird. less rambling I know how, how do you feel? Well, we'll talk about how we feel about that when, yeah, when we feel about it. So, yeah, I'm
0: not going to give away that secret this early.
1: All righty, for Ben Ross, Harmon Chillabrew, Ben Ross, 20, Ren Boss 23. I'm Harrison star
0: H E underscore star, go Hawks, John Nair.